Well, it's an exciting time of the year. Um, um, heading down the road to play, uh, I'd like to say, I mean, it feels like the first conference opponent, even though we already uh, are 2-0. and But UNLV is um, playing their best basketball of the year right now. They've won their last two. They're a veteran team. Seven of their top nine guys are juniors or seniors. So they have a lot of guys that have been there, including four guys that played major, major minutes for them last year. And they've added a, f- a couple of transfers that have been able to be grad transfers or get waivers right away. So they're long, they're athletic, they're one of the best offensive rebounding teams in the country. Um, they get 40% of their missed shots, which is a, 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 an exceptional number. So you're going to have to do a great job limiting them on the boards and um, uh, going to have to try to negate their athleticism the best that we can um, uh, with our positioning and then um, um, keep playing the way we've been playing on offense the last few games here. So it'll be a great test. It's the one place we didn't play a true road game at um, last year uh, with the off-balance scheduling, but certainly we have experience playing in their arena because of the conference tournament playing three games in um, three days. So our guys are excited for another opportunity and um, excited for conference play to, to, to continue. Al did mention about the history that you share with UNLV's head coach coaching against each other in the Dakotas. Yeah, there's some familiarity there. I mean, certainly he's got a different team and different style of, of guys than he had at South Dakota State, and, and we have a different team um, than we had there. But there's but there's definitely familiarity after we've um, uh, South Dakota playing against South Dakota State for a couple years, and we have an idea of what they like to do, and they certainly have an idea of what we like to do, although um, they're doing some different things, and we're doing quite a few things differently. So... Um, but there is that familiarity aspect, and you have an idea, and some of the terminology is the same, uh, I'm sure, on both sides. Can I mention the athleticism? Is there anybody you can compare UNLV to that you've played already this year? Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think they're uh, just, the, I mean, a few different teams, whether it's North Texas or South Florida or, I mean, even Florida in some respects. Uh, so so we played this kind of brand against this kind of brand of basketball but you know what I think almost from here on out um, in conference play and there is obviously a wide array of styles of play in the Mountain West but off the top of my head I'm not sure there's a style that we haven't gone against yet you know whether it's zone or man or a really skilled team or a, um, a super athletic team or a pressing team I think we've seen um, all of the above uh, up to this point this year and so um, that's a good part and that's something that we try to do with our non-conference scheduling the best that we can. Is there any struggle I mean you're such a you do such a great job of keeping it game to game but with the holiday being here and then San Diego State coming up on Saturday how the kids focus been in getting ready for UNLV? Um, we had a pretty average practice yesterday and we had a very good practice today so uh, that's always something that you are guarded against and I've said many times, coaches are paid to be paranoid, and uh, but you got to always be on the lookout for that stuff. Like where where is the guys' mindset at? Where are we? You know, they're also on um, holiday break. You know, for three straight weeks now. You know, going on about three weeks. So you just deal deal with that all the time. What are they doing in their free time? Are they just sitting at home in their bed? Are they being active? Are they eating nonstop? Are they not eating? You know, just all of that stuff, and it all comes into play and. And um, that's the one positive I thought of our last week going into Christmas is even though we were gone six days, we were around them without hounding them, but we controlled their eating. We controlled 
you know, a little bit more of that kind of stuff. So there's not as many maybe outside influences. So that's always um, something that you um, are, uh, you have your antennas up to see where guys are at mentally. You go to a place that's kind of crazy for New Year's Eve, you know. It's yeah. one of the worst places to be. Yeah, I saw when that schedule came out, I'm like, oh, perfect, right? <laughs> New Year's Eve in, in Las Vegas. And I don't know how many times people have said, oh, so are you going to do anything special with the guys? Uh, well, no, not really. Like, uh, it's we try to approach it like any other game, you right. know. And yeah, you can't. It, you know, you can't just all of a sudden change the whole script. And, you know, you try to be as – you have to be flexible and adaptable, when things don't go your way with travel, maybe a plane delay or a bus gets a flat tire or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, but we try to keep it as kind of the same routine, and I think that helps guys when you're on the road like that. When the Mish kind of play tomorrow? Uh, game time decision. Sounds good. <laughs> what about, it looks like you mentioned kind of the, the, some of the veterans, but it looks like they've kind of played with their, their roster a little bit. With I know they've had a guy that... At least one guy I've had has a broken thumb. Yep. Long, but um, he hasn't played for a few games. But they've used some different guys. Yeah, they, I mean, they've played 14 games now, and and, and we've all been there before. Uh, as as head coaches, you have an idea how you want to play, um, and you recruit some new guys, you know. But when you get hired in March or April, that's not a lot of recruiting time to go get ex- maybe exactly what you're looking for, and you, there's just a lot that goes into that, and so. There's a style you want to play, but sometimes you don't have the personnel to play that way, and and they're just trying to figure some things out, you know, from that respect. So they've had a much like uh, between injuries and some new guy, you're you're just figuring out gradually what what is successful and what makes guys thrive. And they, you know, even two games ago now they're starting to play other new guys, right? Uh, Marvin Coleman's playing. He's played over 30 minutes the last two games, and he hasn't wasn't close to that. Um, before that, and some of that's because of the injury to number 55, right? Jonah Antonio just got back in the lineup because he had a had an injury. Um, Tillman's been playing very well. Tillman, number two, was the Pac-12, um, I believe, sixth man of the year or something like that uh, when he was at Utah, and he got a waiver going back home, and uh, that's a guy that gets to the foul line a lot. He shot 19 free throws at um, Fresno State this year. Um, so they're playing some different guys. You know, Blair's getting a lot more playing time now. And uh, and then they threw two other, you know, Jay Green went from not playing at all to uh, playing over 30 minutes, I believe, um, two games ago against um, Robert Morris. So there's yin and yang, and there's some guys that are being thrown in there, and they're, they're playing a little bit different now than they did even three or four games ago. So, uh, so, so, you know, we're prepared for all of that, and what's which way they play, I mean, we don't know, but we'll be ready for for any of it.